Hello, everybody. Jeff Mason with Simple Biz 360 Podcast. Hope everyone's doing well today. Coming to you from Half Coast Studios. Hey, listen, Dietz and Matt, I mean, let's give it up for these guys. They do such a nice job. It's exactly what I feel. I mean, got to give them some applause once in a while, right? So, no, thanks, guys. You do a great job. Coming to you from great St. Louis, Missouri, home of the blues, trying to do it two out of three years here, bring the cup home, and just having some fun out here as well. We're on 26 listening channels on YouTube. If you go to the bottom right-hand portion of your viewing screen on YouTube, you'll see that little favicon there. Just uh, hover over that, and if you want to subscribe to our, if you like our YouTube programming or our podcast programming, just subscribe there. We'd love to have you as a weekly visitor um, uh, without fail. So what we're going to talk about today is F. Efforts and results. And really, you know, where I want to start off on this is just to, to kind of, you know, paint a picture of, of what our society and what our culture uh, reminds us and feeds us and what's been happening over the last couple decades. You know, we're in this, we're in this uh, groove of participation trophies, right? Third place medals, pass-fail grades, complete-incomplete um, you know, grades on projects and so forth. And then, you know, hey, in school, tuition paid, I get a B for just paying tuition. And, and those things just will not help us in the business world because that's not how the business world operates, right? Uh, does, do we follow that same path? No, we don't. Because it's not built on third place medal is not going to get you anything in business. You never got the deal. You never got the customer. It's 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 useless. Um, you know, you you pay the rent, and it's not like paying tuition and expecting to be. If you pay the rent, you're not going to get anything for it in return. You've got to build in the results part of the equation to the business. Um, you know. There's can't look over your shoulder and copy from the guy next to you, you know, like you copy a test in school and you can't you can't go out and buy a test from last year. Right. And uh, just, you know, copy the answers down or learn the answer so you can get a good grade on a test this year. It just doesn't work that way in business. So I just want to kind of, um, you know, park here for a little bit and talk about this. I had the pleasure of working with a professor back in the late 80s who was convinced that the convenience society was infecting incoming students and they were uh, getting so used to, you know, remote controls and inconvenience lines and express banking, express checkout lines that they really started feeling like, hey, my parents, you know, paid $15,000 tuition. I should get a B just for being in your class. And it doesn't work that way because the cold, hard reality is when you get into that business world, you know, I, I remember an old quote that I used to live by was business is economic warfare. People don't lose their lives. They lose their jobs. And it's that, you know, so here we go down this decades worth of traveling, this, this messaging that says, Hey, everybody's going to get something just because they participated. And then boom, the door shuts, you get into the business world and it's totally the opposite. It's all built on results. And those who don't achieve results, don't get anything. So what we try to do in this show each and every week is we try to give you some little ideas, small morsels of new information or information coming to you from a different perspective that can allow you to plug them into your business and get those results. I mean, a long time ago in the, in the mid eighties, I learned, uh, you know, one of my managers just 
taught me time and time again that you have to do things to eliminate eight out of your 10 competitors. And what you learn to, to eliminate those competitors, you know, what you learn how to do to eliminate those competitors is the art of business. And so we, we try to bring that to you here. And I've really studied that over my career. And, you know, what little things can I do that my competition isn't that actually matters to customers and brings them back for more and refers them to other people? That's, that's the whole art of the deal. Right. So, you know, when you look at the whole efforts and results, um, if you remember podcast 60, Dawn and David G and Betty, great story, right? Four marinas. If you remember that awesome story and how they began their business, um, you know, they, they, they then quickly traveled down a path where they said they sunk every penny they had into it. But what did they say next? They said that they had to work tirelessly. They had to work constantly. They really, really worked hard and we can't, overshadow, you know, that phenomenon in business. To be successful, we do have to work hard. But there's also that, you know, that effort component of working hard has to have a plan to it. And, you know, the old adage, if you um, fail to plan, you plan to fail. You know, you've got to think about that. And, and just think about Dawn and David's, um, you know, uh, testimony in that, uh, in that video you know, they had to have a plan to make the effort pay off. So if you think about it, um, I, I love, I love real life stories. If I dip back on my life in my high school soccer career, I had a coach that, uh, he had, he had a four prong plan, very simple. And his plan was that, you know, we were going to work at learning skills. Yes, we had to learn how to use those skills. So he taught us just simple things, right? We had to learn how to dribble, had to learn how to head, had to learn how to trap, had to learn how to settle the ball, had to learn how to keep our triangles. But, you know, that was those skill sets that once his plan kicked into gear, those things would come into play. Second, we're going to be defense-minded. We're going to prohibit the competitors from scoring in our net. So we were a defensive-minded team. Third thing was, and this is the most important, is we were going to outrun our opponents. So we ran and we ran and we ran and we ran some more. Why did we do that? Why were we the most fit team out there? Because he was convinced and he knew in the fourth quarter our opponents would become tired. And in the fourth quarter with these, you know, really just out of gas opponents, we could plug in those simplistic basic skills, let those skills take over for us. And the skills would seal the deal on the plan for victory. And you know what? My junior year, we were number two, we got up to number two in the state. We were undefeated, maybe 14 games in, probably had three or four goals scored against us at that point. And we always won in the fourth quarter, one to nothing, two to nothing. We weren't a big scoring team, but he had the plan set up. Same thing. So look at those four points, right? But effort was a big part of it, but it had to be tied to a plan. Look at marathoning. I've run six marathons. Another great story in how these two have to tie together. You know, marathon, I've done six marathons. And, you know, the first three I did, I just put effort towards it. You know, oh, you got to run 45 miles a week. So I ran 45 miles a week. I put those miles in. We call them piles of miles. Well, guess what? Um, Some weeks I even did more. 
And you know what? Those three marathons, I, I didn't finish. I hit the wall. I mean, I did finish. I, I hit the wall before I finished, and then I had to walk and run my way across the line. It was a horrible experience. Then I started running miles with intentionality. So I put a plan together. My miles actually went down to 41 miles a week. And I put this plan in place where I did, you know, a telephone pole speed work. I did hill work. I did long, slower runs. I did short, faster runs. And I mixed this assortment of things together. And guess what? Those three marathons I ran and finished no soreness, you know, really, I mean, minor, um, I, I, I ran clean. Uh, I had my personal records. I, I was under four hours uh, a couple times. I got it three hours and 49 minutes one time. And, uh, you know, I had the best experience. And then the next day I wasn't really that, uh, sore because I had mixed the effort with the plan. And that was where the results came together based on effort. So I just want to throw it out there as you're spending hard earned money, you know, you're taking second mortgages out, you're taking, um, you're dipping into savings, you're using uh, your IRA to start your business dreams. Don't fall for that messaging that you're going to get a pass fail grade, that you're going to get a participation trophy that you're going to, you know, get a B if you just pay the rent. It doesn't work that way, guys. It works, uh, it works in tandem with each other. So efforts and results go together. So uh, what we're going to do today is a little uh, Lost in the Shuffle track, one of my all-time favorites, uh, Derek and the Dominoes, Eric Clapton. Well, this um, Layla and her other assorted love songs was a double album that came out in 1970. Uh, actually, I didn't even know Dave Mason had been part of it, but Dave Mason... Uh, from traffic came in and lent some some um, musicality to I think some of the tracks on there or at least early on and then but Dwayne Allman came in and did a lot of the slide guitar work with Eric Clapton. Eric actually uh, felt that he really uh, gained a brother in Dwayne that he never knew he had. And you know here you had these two great guitarists and of course uh, some some other great band members as well. But uh, they put this uh, double album together. And there is just an awesome tune on there called Any Day. And just want to leave you with that. Enjoy it. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Thanks.